Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up four and three quarters at 5.37. November soybeans up four and a quarter at 12.28 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up eight and three quarters at 7.50. December Kansas City wheat up 14 and a quarter at 7.62 and a quarter. December spring wheat up 11 and a half cents at 9.96 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review. If you are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, help me to grow this channel. Um, if you need some additional assistance from me, guys, check out my subscription service. Go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plan in the upper right-hand corner, uh, $49.99 a month. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers. You get my morning email, you get my text message service, you get my subscriber-only videos. This is all the grain market information you are ever going to need for 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else. I promise. Uh, we did not see USDA report any flash sales of corn, soybeans, or wheat to China yesterday. And I discussed the trade chatter that I believe had something to do with Wednesday's rally in the market. So no confirmation of anything to China yesterday. We did see a corn sale reported to Mexico. Uh, there's still a chance that you see something reported uh, perhaps this morning or Monday morning, but there's also a chance that the rumor mill uh, may have simply been inaccurate this time around. And the way that the markets acted yesterday with that uh, kind of nasty sell-off in the soybeans in particular, uh, maybe that's the case, but we'll see what happens here the next couple of days. Now, soybean export sales for the week, we had our weekly report yesterday. That was a really strong number, 2.88 uh, million metric tons, one of the best weekly numbers we've seen as of late. Now, despite the strong week, soybean sales for the marketing year uh, in total are 35% behind where they were at this same point last year. This chart that I've got up on my screen here, if you're watching, this is a, a seasonal chart of soybean export commitments. And this current marketing year, this is like a run-of-the-mill year relative to the last 10 years. This, this purple line up here, if you're watching, this is last year, which was a record pace. We're 35% behind last year with sales. Uh, USDA projects that for the marketing year, uh, total soybean exports will be down only 7% from this record pace. So we have a drastic gap between... Um, I guess what USDA is projecting and what's actually happening in regard to sales. If this gap does not start to close, USDA is going to have to reduce its export projection on its balance sheets. Right now, USDA projects that the soybean carryout here in the United States at the end of August next year will be 320 million bushels. Uh, there is a uh, very good chance, I'd, I'd say, or, or probability that the 320 ends up being 400, 450, 500, depending on the pace of export sales. So uh, last week was good. It was a good week of sales, but we need to see a lot more of that if we're going to avoid, if we want to avoid those uh, higher carryout numbers uh, that I mentioned. Corn sales were also strong last week. USDA reported weekly sales of 1.27 million metric tons. Um, again, we've got a record book of corn commitments, largely because China was such an active buyer uh, back during the month of May. We're 2% above uh, last year, but that gap is closing. So there's not any real cause for concern in regard to corn exports right now because the book is really good, but we're probably going to need to see sales start to improve a little bit. Moisture deficits in Brazil are disappearing. Um, this is just kind of an update on the Brazil situation, but 
they have caught uh, quite a bit of rain here over the last month. This is the last 30 days in terms of precipitation. I mean, a lot of these first corn areas from the south up through the eastern area caught a whole bunch of rain. A lot of these central soybean areas caught rain. So um, the situation in Brazil is improving, and they have more rain in the forecast. Here's what's uh, we're looking at for the next you know 10 days or so, and uh, a lot of rain in your first corn areas, soybean areas. Uh, not as much as as maybe we had seen the last couple of weeks, but the situation in Brazil um, is good. It's improving. I think that at this very moment, they have all the potential for record corn and soybean crops. Uh, they have record acreage being planted of both crops. So uh, all the potential in the world there. Soybean oil in China hit a 10-year high yesterday in the futures market. Um, they set back a little bit this morning. The, the rally has resulted in a drastic improvement in crush margins in China, which have been uh, very, very poor or had been very, very poor. They were like at record low levels in regard to soybean crush in China. Um, earlier this year and now they've bounced back to positive levels and a lot of that has to do with this big rally in the bean oil market um, strong demand for bean oil the meal market has really been lagging but the bean oil uh, almost by itself has been able to uh, result in better crush margins in China. So this is a positive for uh, demand. You know, you would hope that okay, if they're if they're making money crushing beans in China again, uh, maybe they start uh, buying more beans from the United States, and that's uh, exactly what we hope uh, starts to happen here. Certainly, the uh, S and P 500 posted a record high close yesterday. The Dow Jones closed just shy of a record high. The S and P, the statistics here are phenomenal. The S and P has gained 6.3 percent just from its October 4th low. It's it's up uh, 21 percent year to date. It is up 107 percent from the March 2020 COVID low, if you want to call it that. Uh, earnings season for the third quarter has started off very strong. Uh, 86 percent of earnings from S&P 500 companies have topped analysts analyst expectations to this point. Um, additionally, the White House is having issues with their plan to hike corporate taxes. Uh, there are some Democrats even who don't support this stuff, and that is a positive for the stock market. If corporations are paying uh, less taxes or less taxes than uh, maybe what had been uh, thought uh Previously, that's a positive for the market. Remember, guys, November uh, soybean options or November all November grain options expire today, so make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. Cattle market was lower yesterday, mostly lower. Uh, fat cattle were down 80 to 90 cents, mostly. Feeders were more mixed. That nearby October contract was higher. Uh, cash cattle has been 123 to 127, fairly wide range. We'll see what develops here today. The outside markets, the S&P's up five, the Dow's up 80, U.S. dollars down a little bit, bonds are about flat, gold's up 12 bucks, uh, crude oil is up about 70 cents. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you guys Monday morning.